0: Hello and welcome to Full Disclosure, the YDN podcast series focused on amplifying difficult conversations between Yales. Through discussions and interviews with Yale students and faculty, Full Disclosure aims to highlight the most pressing aspects of Yale culture. Comfort is complacency, yet discomfort brings growth. I'm your host, Alyssa Michelle. In this week's episode, Yale undergraduates discuss their experiences with Yale health, Dean's excuses, and catching up in classes. Producer Anna Barrikin got the chance to sit down with Donovan Cruell, Faith Evanson, and Annabelle Moore. Content warning. This episode contains sensitive topics about being sick that may be graphic to some viewers.
1: Hi, my name's Anna, and thank you for joining us for an episode of Full Disclosure.
2: I'm Faith Evanson. I'm a uh, class of 24 in Hopper, and my pronouns are she, her.
3: I'm Annabelle. I'm a first year in Brantford, and I'm a 2025. My pronouns are she, her,
4: hers. I'm Donovan Crow, a sophomore in Berkeley. Uh, My pronouns are he, him.
1: Okay, awesome. Do you have any experience with Yale Health? If so, why and what happened?
2: I went to Yale Health twice this year. First time was because I had like a sustained like cough that was pretty bad. And then the second time was because of uh, period pains that ended up with me like throwing up. So I went two different times. Okay, I've
3: gone three times, twice for myself and once for one of my seatmates. But the first round of midterms, um, I feel like midterms just start in the beginning of October and continue. I had the YAG, I had had the Yale plague for like about a month at that point. I had this horrible cough, you walked into my suite, it sounded like we were in the respiratory ICU, it was just horrible. Then I'm in the middle of my math midterm and I come to the realization that I cannot see. My eyes are swollen and crusty and horrible. And so I'm like, I need to go to Yale Health. So I walk with my suite mate, um, have pink eye, Also think I had bronchitis and they were just like a cough can last up to six weeks. So they gave me nothing and told me to drink honey. That was time number one. And then the last time I have very pretty severe seasonal allergies. And I went to go talk to a doctor about getting on top of it. And they just told me to take more Claritin. So, (laughs) yeah.
4: Yeah. So I went middle of October. I had like a sore throat and just like a lot of fatigue for like a week or two. Um, and I just like was not getting better, struggling to keep up in classes. And so I decided to go to Yale Health. They kind of gave me the runaround. So like the first time I went, they were like not letting anybody in unless you called ahead of time. And they specifically said, OK, you're bad enough where you can come in. I had to call and do all that. But the first time I went, there was like this girl ahead of me. Uh, she was like with her sweetmate mate or something. And her sweetmate mate was like, yeah, this girl's been throwing up for like over an hour, like violently throwing up like she's in bad condition and they would not let her in because she hadn't called which just seemed a little ridiculous to me anyway eventually i got in and the doctor was like yeah uh you have the yag uh, we can't really do anything you know we don't even have like a like a clear diagnosis just like get rest
3: i should also mention to you that i called ahead of time and i this was the day before i had gone because i was so like coughing so violently that i couldn't focus and i couldn't do anything And I was, I called them and I was like, I'm legitimately outside, please let me in. And they were like, you don't have an appointment. And so I made an appointment, they, they said like a nurse would call me back. A nurse never called me back. So the next day I was like, I can't see, I literally am outside, please let me in. And this poor security guard just like, I think took pity on me and was like, go upstairs to like acute care. And then they were like, this girl got in like, okay, well, I guess we'll see her.
2: All of the, what you just said literally happened to me. I was like outside. I woke up before class and I literally could not stop coughing. I thought I was going to like cough my heart out. And then I walked there and I was like, please, please, please. And they were like, no. When you call them, they're like, the nurse will call you back. It takes like three business days. Or sometimes it's, if you're lucky, it takes like six hours. And so, yeah, like the first time, I guess I didn't really talk about what happened (laughs) at Yoho, But like the first time I went, it actually took like a week for them to let me come. And then they were pressed, pressing me about drinking honey. And I was like, I am. I have an entire bottle of honey. It's gone. I'm still coughing. Please help me. And finally they came in and then they tested me for strap and I didn't have it. And they were like, that's it. Just go home and do it on yourself. And then the second time I went for throwing up, I did call and I was like, please, please take me today. And so the nurse was nice enough to let them, but I had to go like at night. And then they were like, we can't do anything for you right now. Come back tomorrow. And then they ended up prescribing me something, which helped.
1: Yeah, it kind of sounds like no one's had a good experience with Yale Health. So for anyone who's actually gotten a prescription on campus, like how how did that work? Do you have the Yale Health plan? Was it easy? Where did you pick it up? Did you even get a prescription? Because it sounds like a lot of you guys didn't even get prescribed any medication.
3: Yeah. Okay. So I got, for my pink eye, I got antibiotic eye drops and ointment. And one of them was avail- wasn't was available the night I went, so I had to come back in the morning, but it was easy. But it was also a $10 copay. But I've had other prescriptions that I've had transferred from like my pharmacy back home to Yale Health that have not had a copay. So I'm not sure where that's like every prescription is with a copay.
2: When I was throwing up, I went, the first day I went, they just sort of like, Uh, talk to me about my symptoms. And then they told me to come back. And so I threw up again. And then I came back. Finally, like they ran a bunch of tests on me and then they prescribed me like an anti-nausea medication. They just sent it to like Yale Health Pharmacy. But when I got there, they were like, it's $10. dollars i never like had to pay for a prescription before. And I was like, what are you talking about? So it was like, not like hard. I just, I was, I don't know. I guess I was surprised that I had to pay for like the prescription. And she was saying like, it's a $10, like minimum copay for every prescription that goes through Yale um, Health Pharmacy.
1: So every time I've gotten sick so far at Yale, I got sick spring semester, like of my first year, the Yale, like everyone else. And I did these things called the telehealth visits. I don't know how I found them. I just like typed in Yale, like health and like it was the first link. So I went with that. So I haven't had any experience like with the the actual Yale Health Building. Usually what they do, they just prescribe me like Mucinex D and that's what I take and usually it helps sometimes and usually it doesn't. So it's really interesting to hear your guys' perspectives. So why don't we talk about how being sick has interfered with your lab classes or just classes in general? Like, has it, like, just tell me about it.
2: The biggest impact it's had is on my language since it's every day. Like my language is in the morning for like my French class. I like miss more classes of that than anything else. And it kind of just like put me behind and I had to do a lot of oh, can we meet one-on-one to talk about what you did in class outside of your regular office hours? And like, I felt like I was sleepy. Like I just could not be a college student and stay up and do work. Like it was 11, it was time for bed. I think
3: this might just be a me thing, but I'm always like, I will grind through this. I am not sick. I am superhuman. I was like not sleeping whatsoever. But I remember I came into my, um, I have like a daily French class and I came in and my professor took one look at me and my—I mean—my eyes are like swollen shut at this point. And she said, "You need to go to bed." Like she just sent me home. And I met two of my sweetmates in the same class. Like so gave me all the work, but it was—I didn't actually end up missing any classes because of being sick. But it was literally me just like in the room, staring blankly at the board, being like, "I can't even." All of my energy is going into staying upright. Um, so it was probably like the—it was honestly like the worst two weeks when I was like really, really sick. Of two weeks of. It was ever. it was horrible
4: yeah same thing for me so i have a russian class that meets every day yeah the language classes are the worst because you know if it's a tuesday thursday class you might miss like one class and like you're you're fine but a language class you might miss like four or or more and at that point you're like critically behind and it can be really difficult to catch up if you can't get the work from friends or whatever My professor was like pretty accommodating about it. Like she was always, you know, she told us in class, even once people started coughing, she was like, you know, if you're sick, just, just stay home. Like we, you know, we're not going to be really strict about attendance because we know people are getting sick, but yeah, it was definitely difficult. Even just missing three or four days. It, It made me feel behind for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. So do you guys feel like overall professors have been pretty accommodating
2: with people getting sick? One of my first years just didn't care. Cause I was like, I have a Yale health like appointment at this time. Like, is there any way like you could like record the class? Cause I know he was like open to zoom, but then he just said no. And he was kind of just like go to office hours. And it was just kind of, it was disappointing.
4: Yeah. So I had some lecture classes where, you know, they were recorded or it didn't super matter if I skipped because they post the slides and everything for the two professors that I talked to about being sick, um, one was my language professor who's extremely accommodating. Uh, one of my other professors for a computer science class was, um, also very accommodating and encouraged me to like get a Dean's excuse. Cause I was asking him, you know, normally it's a very strict policy about like, uh, how late an assignment can be. Yeah. This professor was like, well, you know, if you get a Dean's excuse, like we can work with that. Um, so yeah, very accommodating overall.
1: Can you tell us about that process? Like, what was it like?
4: I was nervous to do it and I hadn't even super considered it before my professor encouraged me to, but it was a lot more chill than I was expecting. So I just ended up emailing my, my dean and um, like her assistant. They like scheduled me in for a Zoom appointment that day. And my dean was like just, you know, getting straight down to business. She asked, you know, she made sure that that, uh I had gone to Yale Health, which she's probably like kind of required to do. But yeah, she she wasn't like trying to like push me in terms of like, you know, are you sure you're actually sick enough to get this Dean's excuse? It wasn't anything like that. It was just extremely not stressful at all. She pretty much asked me like, okay, what classes do you need this for? How long do you think it'll take you to do these assignments? And um, she just wrote the excuse for that period of time. So. It was very chill and definitely a lifesaver because I would not have been able to get things in otherwise.
1: I had a very similar experience. My second semester of my freshman year, I have chronic migraines. I had a migraine and like missed out submitting an assignment. And I had a very similar process where like I emailed both my dean and her assistant and got in a like a Zoom meeting, got the dean's excuse, and then moved on with my life. So I definitely think dean's excuses are very. I feel like they're underutilized. I don't know like if you agree, but I'm I'm very glad it wasn't as tedious of, of a process as apparently Yale Health is.
4: Right. Um I've heard some deans are more like accommodating than others. Um some are a lot more willing to work with you, but I mean it doesn't hurt to try for sure.
3: Yeah, no. I I think also part of my hesitation to do it comes from just like my froco warning that our dean is so stingy and it's just like a process to go through it and even that takes energy like if you're really sick to go and send those emails and have that conversation. But I think I would probably like have to be hospitalized. Like I literally, t- I took my first math midterm. I mean, full on just like fever chills. Like it was not a good vibe plus pink eye at that point. Yeah, once again, probably should in a in a situation like that. I think if I were to do it again, I would
2: definitely be like, please help me. <laughs> It'd probably have to be like a big assignment or I'd have to be like bedridden. I want to add on,
3: sorry, I want to add on one other point too, in that for me as well, I had mono in March. And so I know my immune system is already horrible (laughs) from that. And also like a lot of fear about, because like the Epstein-Barr virus is something like that can reactivate. I was like, no, like I cannot get this again. But I think also there was something to be said about like the actual virus that we all got. Like once again, like even before I had mono, I would get a cold, like honestly, not even really do the right things. Like I would still like go to play, like play my sport. Like I would still go to school. Again, I just kind of like sucked it up, but something about this specific cold flu, whatever it was, was just like put everybody, I feel like on it's on their backs. Like a lot of kids that I know that went home over fall break and went to like actual doctors ended up being diagnosed with walking pneumonia. So the fact that we weren't getting treatment and it was also just a severe cold compounded with all the work really. I just, I feel like the university kind of did not support his students in that way.
2: Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. And I feel like a lot of like what I heard was like, yeah, like everyone's sick. And I think that like added to the like kind of like dismissive attitude. And I just wish that they would see like, just because like we're all getting sick or we're all all calling, it doesn't mean that like, we're like being overdramatic or like, they're like, we're not doing what we need to do. Like we're genuinely, we're all getting sick. We're ill. We're, a lot of us are coming to places that we've never been before. Our immune systems are being like exposed to things that they've never been exposed to before. And it just felt like no one even wanted to go. Like if you were sick, you're like, I might as well just see how it goes for the next couple of days before I go get help. And like, yeah, it was like everyone, like even in my suite, we had the joke like, oh, did you drink honey? Like we would say stuff like that. And it just, like, it would get so, like, even the nurses on the phone, it would get so, like, upsetting. Like, one day I just, like, hung up on her. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not even, like, I don't need it that bad.
3: At Yale Health, like, when you got there, it was so disheartening to be so sick, obviously, like, away from home, away, like, obviously have my sweet mates, but they are all equally sick. And to hear a doctor just be like, well, you should drink, like, warm water with honey and you should drink lemon or you take lemon in your water or make tea or do, like, all these homeopathic things. And obviously that's all well and good, but I'm not going to come to the doctor unless I'm seriously sick. And the fact that I was like in the doctor coughing and he could hear like it rattling in my lungs and just be like, oh, go do this. It just felt very dismissive. Um, and it was really, really frustrating. And a lot of the experiences I've had at Yale Health Beyond that, I again, I went to go take see an allergist. And not only can they not get me in for the procedure I need for another three months, he literally was just like, the doctor's like, take more Claritin. And I was like, I've had allergies for like seven years, like very, very bad. I'm taking Claritin. <laughs> like I'm doing all of these things I have, you know? And so I feel like there's a general attitude there. That's just not necessarily taking student claims seriously. And this is just something I don't think is unique to me. I had a friend who had also had pink eye and she was told that she had allergies despite the fact that she went home and had pink eyes. So it's just like, just because we're students doesn't mean that we aren't just as like valued in patients. And it just did not feel like a normal doctor's office experience.
1: And especially when we go to a school like Yale that we know has money, it's very like upsetting to know that we could have such a better system for Yale Health. And clearly the system's not working if five of us here and probably the majority of campus has had similar negative experiences. It just really makes you think like sicknesses aren't going away. Like we're going to get sick every year. Like I mentioned before, like someone needs to figure out a better program to this because it's not working right now.
0: For this episode's second segment, Anna and I spoke to sophomore Sharnice Winefio about her experiences being sick on campus.
5: I'm Anna. And I'm Alyssa. I'm Sharnice Winefio. I'm a sophomore in the best residential college at Yale. Benjamin Franklin, of course. And I use she, her, her pronouns. Do you
1: have any experience with Yale Health? If so, why and what happened?
2: I have
5: way too much experience with Yale Health. So like I said, I'm a sophomore. And my first ever experience with Yale Health was last year. It was during the quarantine period when we had to spend two weeks in our residential college. And I ended up having to go to Yale Health in the hospital. And I came out with crutches and a cast. And then at the end of the semester, like I had to go... I like ended up leaving campus, but that experience wasn't that bad because they gave me crutches and a water cast and multiple real casts and a boot. I like recovered, got medicine and everything. Now this semester, this is where it gets spicy. 10, 11 weeks ago now, I went to Saybrook and I tried their new soft serve ice cream and I got food poisoning. And I first called Yale Health and I was like, what do I do? And they were like, spend two days in your room food poisoning usually goes away it did not go away and when I told them my symptoms because at this point I was like coughing up blood having really bad diarrhea headache fever nausea it was just really really bad they sent I went to acute care and they sent me to the emergency room and then after that the ER dismissed me They were like, wait and see if you get better. I did not get better. So they readmitted me the next week and then they kept me for like three days at this point. And I ended up getting discharged from the hospital. And at the end, I wasn't even feeling better because also at this point, I was like throwing up everything. Like I couldn't even keep down water. I have been going to Yale Health and speaking with my physician like every week. I've been getting like different medicine from them, going on different routines, I'm still meeting with specialists. I have an appointment. It's been 10 weeks and I haven't even had my first in-person appointment yet with a gastroenterologist. They still don't really know what's wrong with me. And the last time I spoke with my Physician at Yale Health was today. So (laughs) there's a lot. So
1: how has being sick interfered
5: with your classes? Oh, it's been horrible. (laughs) I've missed so many classes this semester. It's been really unfortunate, especially because I'm a double major. I'm studying classical civilizations and molecular biophysics and biochemistry. There's a lot of requirements for like both of those things together. And I started off the semester with 5.5 credits. And so as the semester has gone on, and I've gotten progressively more sick. I've ended up dropping some classes just mm-hmm. to like deal with the stress of like school. But it's been really difficult because I feel really sick when I'm in class and it's really hard for me to like manage going to them. So some of my classes have managed to find accommodations. Like in my biophysics class, my te- one of the professors, because there's multiple, he is also my advisor. And so when we were figuring out and I was telling him about my symptoms because he's also a doctor, he was like, <laughs> I bought this new robot last year for COVID. So we can zoom you in from bed and you can remote control it from your room and so the first day of class he was like everybody let's be quiet like calm down we have a special guest who's joining us late and the room the class was like what's going on who's coming out and he was like sure roll out and so the robot just roomed into the room and that's been like the best accommodation by far so my other classes i've been meeting with my tas afterwards to make sure i'm learning the materials right because i'm basically like teaching it to myself especially in the classes that don't have recorded lectures.
0: Okay, so do you feel like going to these classes prolongs your sickness? How do you find the strength or the energy to do your assignments while you're sick?
2: If
5: I didn't have class, I probably would have more time to just focus on my health and recover. But then I'd also be stressed about not doing class (laughs) because, you know, like we're students. So our life, or at least my life for the most part, has revolved around school for- a lot of just my life, like you know, in high school, focusing so on getting to college, and now I'm in college. I'm thinking about my future, and I want to go to medical school. And so, my dean and my advisors were like, "Do you want to take a semester off? Do you want to go on leave, absence, medical leave?" And I was like, "No," because a lot of like the STEM classes are taught in sequences, and if I take the semester off, it'll mess up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it would just be better to like power through, even though I'm feeling well, and explain later, than like take the semester off and then. Maybe I'd recover better, but then my mental health would definitely be suffering more.
1: Do you feel like perhaps you would have already figured out what is wrong with you if you didn't necessarily have such a heavy workload? Or do you just think being in
5: school, it's kind of impossible to figure that all out? I don't think so, actually, because like I've been saying, I've been going back and forth now. I've met with over 20 doctors, PAs, medical students, nurses. At both like you know, Health, the hospital, virtual calls, and none of them even know what to like say. I had a, a telehealth call with a gastroenterologist the other week. The only thing that she told me was, "You have an infection," which is like great. And there was literally nothing. The doctors really aren't sure because all of my blood tests are coming back as normal, and they've done so many scans on me and blood draws and. It's just very unclear. So now they're looking into if I may have like a chronic illness or something else. How do you navigate the dining hall situations like that? Franklin just got her new Froyo machine and Branford has the oat milk soft serve. I'm not touching any of that. Um, I have an anaphylactic reaction to cinnamon, which is really rough. And before my allergy used to be worse because it's airborne. So anytime there's like, cinnamon buns or apple pie or literally most of the desserts that y'all makes this year I have a chance to react but also because it's the fall everything is just rough because it's pumpkin spice season and there's so much cinnamon in the dining hall because there's cinnamon in the meats. I had an allergic reaction tonight actually from beans they put cinnamon in some of the salads and the drinks and rice sometimes um we also have like specialty drinks in franklin sometimes they put cinnamon in those and so i just always have to be like careful to like watch everything that i'm eating anyway i've been having dietary restrictions so there's like foods i can't eat for a period of like two three weeks the only thing i could eat really was like crackers i'd eat like crackers and bread and rice um and that was it Because my body like really couldn't handle like greens. I couldn't even drink tea at some points because like just the flavor would be too much. Um, Right now I can eat like chicken, crackers. I drink a lot of water and sometimes tea and cranberry juice and ginger ale. That's it. Like I still can't eat a lot. Like I've been trying to integrate more vegetables and fruit into my diet but sometimes my stomach can't handle it, and even like two days ago, I had to like call all of my clubs and email my professors and tell them like I can't come to class because I don't know what I ate, but um, I was just throwing up after I ate dinner, and I threw up all through the night, and I threw up in the morning, and even in my biophysics class, as I remotely attended, I had like a little vomit bag with me, and I was just Ugh, during class, so it's it's been a struggle.
1: So I know you mentioned before how when you went to the hospital, you got like a doctor's note. Like, have you gotten a
5: dean's excuse for anything? Yes. Can you tell us about that process? I 100% think that if you need a dean's excuse, get a dean's excuse. Like even if you're stressed and you need to get an extension on an assignment and if you can get one and you have reasoning or if you have too many exams back to back and you can get a dean's excuse, go for it. I got a lot of Dean's excuses this semester because of like all my medical issues. And thankfully my Dean is amazing. Dean Hill is just so great because she's been in touch with me like the whole time. Like even when I was in the hospital, she like was going to come and visit me and like check in and ask me if I need anything. And she's just been like so supporting. So it's and so the only time that it was like kind of troublesome in the past was when I had a whole bunch of assignments at the same time. And so I just asked her if I could just like finish them all by like a certain date. And the only change she made to that dean's use is she like staggered the dates that they were due. So that way I wouldn't like get stressed by turning in everything at once.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us in our discussion about navigating sickness at Yale. Today, we learned about the flaws of Yale Health, the convenience of Dean's excuses, and the impact sickness has on being a student. Join us next time for our episode on students' expectations versus realities after coming to Yale, where we'll explore how Yale students really feel about the residential college system, admissions, and more.